All right, another big story we're following for you today, the state GOP convention. Senator Mitt Romney faced an angry crowd at the Utah Republican Party convention today. Utah's dominant political party holding its annual state convention. It's the first time Utah Republicans have gathered in person since the COVID-19 pandemic began. Fox 13's Ben Winslow has been covering this one for us. He has more from the Maverick Center. Here at the Utah Republican Party State Convention, Senator Mitt Romney was loudly booed by delegates. He's faced anger and backlash over his votes to impeach President Trump. Let's go ahead and play back what happened. Please, thank you. Show respect. Okay, Senator, thank you, Derek. Thanks, Derek. So, yeah, I understand that uh, I have a few folks that don't like me terribly much, and I, I'm sorry about that, but I, I express my mind as I believe is right, and I follow my conscience as I believe is right. And, uh, and I'm not a fan, I'm, I'm not a fan of the current president's policies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live. And um, holy hell! <laughs> hey, what just happened there? Oh, welcome to the Wayne Dupree show. I'm not Wayne, and neither is that. Neither is that's Leah. And, that, that's me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Brian. Okay. And uh, we've got Wayne in spirit. I'm sure he'll be back. Uh, toot sweet. But until then, uh, that Mitt Romney clip you just heard. Uh, come find out. Ohio Republicans are censuring, are going to vote on a censure tomorrow, uh, Friday for yeah. nine Republicans nationwide to censure them, including Liz Cheney and... She's done. Romney. She's done. Hey, share the show, guys, while you're uh, watching here for the first couple seconds. Make sure you're sharing the show uh, with everybody. Okay. And if, uh, if you're... Yeah, if you're on the Facebooks, hit the video, hit share... And then scroll up a little bit, and there'll be a whole bunch of your groups. You can share them with all your groups. Cool. All right. Thanks, Dash. Yeah, just like just like uh, just like Brian said, uh, Mitt Romney. We played it yesterday. We wanted to remind you just how uh, just how crazy the stuff is going on within the GOP. But you know what? We can talk about that. How crazy the GOP is next week. I just wanted to put that on there, but what's crazy is some of these breaking stories that are coming out uh, this morning. Uh, one is Facebook. The Facebook Oversight Board has upheld the um, Donald Trump ban, which means uh, they are going to, it's not permanent. They're going to come back in about six or seven months basically hold them on a string, you know, and, 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 you know, they're just going to toy with them. Honestly, if I was president Trump, I, you know, I don't need Facebook. I really don't. Why? Why doesn't he just announce, go ahead and ban me for good. I don't want to come on. Why does he just do that? Give me a jet, Brian. Give give me a jet. I'll be in every state. Forget about it. Every day holding a rally. Right, and the yeah. band's the same reason why we got in, in, in a little bit of hot water on the Facebooks, where you quoted in an article, you quoted uh, Camilla Harris saying oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what she said, you her quote, yeah. and then Facebook lied and said, well, she meant something different. This yeah. is pretty much why he's banned is, is based on a lie, so whatever. Yeah, yeah and, and going forward in the, in the blocks, when you put Facebook, just put Democrat Super PAC Facebook, so that way we understand that this is what this yeah. is now. I mean, let's just be honest. And we also break the news. Um, Black Lives Matter, the organization, wants Trump permanently banned on social media. They they claim that Trump recklessly, recklessly, and irresponsibly spread lies and disinformation. Aren't y'all talking about Congress? 
You ain't talking about, about Trump. Democrats, the media. I, I mean, I mean, that's who y'all really talking about. I mean, you, you put Donald Trump's name in there, but aren't y'all talking about the media? The media that lies and stuff. Uh, whatever. Okay. I mean, if that's if that's if that's where y'all want to go with it, but uh, they also they also have they are. If you go to their website, they're taking down some things, but and I know many of y'all won't go to the BLM website, but they got something up there. <laughs> they want to pass the breathe at night playing. No joke. They want to pass. The uh, I can't breathe act. <laughs> Speaking about breathing, breathing, man, that is country. <laughs> Speaking about breathing, um, Derek Chauvin's attorney has uh, filed for a new trial, which everybody knew was going to happen anyway. Um, the decision to file was made on the grounds of jury misconduct. I guess one of the jury members uh, was at a uh, rally or something and had on a Black Lives Matter T-shirt or something to that effect with Martin Luther King. Well, he, he lied and said he was never at a BML rally. That's what yeah. happened. And he lied and yeah. said he wasn't. And he was. And he was, clearly was. Yeah. That's, yeah. You, can't be on, you can't be on a juror if you can't, you can't do it. So, like for, I, just real quick, in a situation I was in with a jury, the mm -hmm. lawyer asked one of the young ladies, "Hey, do you know not me, but the guy who's you know suing me? Do you know the guy?" She's like, "Yeah, I dated his son." And both lawyers looked at each other and said, "Okay, this one's on." I mean, you have to. Come on. Yeah, man. whether yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what the case is if you're connected somehow with it like that or impartial, <laughs> you can't. Neither, neither lawyer, neither side wants that right. because you get what you get and a tainted right. decision. Right. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Uh, there, there are many cults out there in the country. We don't, <laughs> we don't know the name of them, but there are many. One of them is called Love Has Won. I was looking at some information on them today. Their leader uh, was in a wheelchair, actually paralyzed from the chest down. She uh, called herself mother mom or earthly mom or moon mom or something like that. But um, she passed away and the members wrapped her body in a, their moon mother, uh, wrapped earth mother, uh, wrapped her body in a, or wrapped her up in a sleeping bag. Put Christmas <laughs> lights around Christmas her. Christmas lights around <laughs> it. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> How cute! Yeah, everything's um, gonna use it next year as a tree. <laughs> you, you know what's crazy is that I went searching for this group just to see if they were still—they're still active. Oh wow! They're on YouTube right now. They're broadcasting live right now. Right wow. now. Compared to most cults, though, this is the least disturbing story I've ever heard about a cult. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, well, right. she she has she has two kids. Um, the parents, I mean, the mom and the sister, took her on Doctor Phil. Uh, she hasn't been a mom to her parents, and turns out that she's earthly mom or moon mom to all of these cult members and whatnot. So there we go. Uh, don't drink their Kool Aid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no Kool Aid. Don't 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 go to Guyana and don't drink the Kool Aid. Federal judge right before the show has vacated the nationwide evictions freeze play, uh, put in place to help cash strap renters. Now, y'all, <laughs> y'all really want people to go to hell off. You do. You really do. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. We all knew it was going to happen. We knew it shouldn't have been in place, but it was in place. Giving people money. Y'all really want people to go off. Y'all really want crime to escalate. Y'all can't just phase that in. Yeah, y'all can't. You know, you, you know, y'all just gotta blow it up all at one time. Because now, what sets in now is depression, uh, 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 survival of the fittest, the last resort type thinking and violence. stuff. Violence, yeah, violence. You know, right, right. It's coming. Portland, basically, this uh, what I'm. I'm even no, no, you evicted. I'll, I'll be back. I'll, so I'll this be reminds back. me of what just happened in Tennessee. A girl owns an Airbnb that she gives out for vacations, 
And the guy lived in it for longer than 30 days. And there's a law in Tennessee. If you if you live in a home for more than 30 days, you're considered sure. a renter. Yeah. And you're now considered liable. She can't get them out. And yeah. he was just on vacation. So now she has to get the police involved and a lawyer. Squatters do that, as a matter Squatters. of fact. Squatters. Yeah, California, in California, yeah. during the whole collapse of 08, there was a guy that squatted in a mansion, a million-dollar mansion, squatted in it for over yeah. two or three yeah. years. Yeah, And yeah, then claimed it went to court, said it claimed yeah. it's his. And the judge yeah. is like, well, you've been there for th three years. The bank had the responsibility of victim and didn't do it in, in a timely yeah. manner. The people, the people in the community saw him moving in. <laughs> and try moving in. I mean, and they try they tried their best. They couldn't catch up with the owner, to tell you the wow. truth. They couldn't catch up with the owner of the place. So he's in there for two or three years. I mean, <laughs> that's a long time. In a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And like the neighbors are bringing them cookies. No. Invite no. them. No. no, I'm being sarcastic. Right, I'm being right, sarcastic. right, 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 right. They like right. shut the shades, just praying he goes away. They're right, like, right. They were angry. They were like, "You ain't. That's not your house. It is. I, 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 I bought it. I bought it down there at the watch counter. I got the paperwork. And I think, I think he bought it for under a thousand dollars or something like that. Is that what you said? Yeah, it was so, it was cheap. so ridiculous. It was cheap. Right. Yeah, it was this cheap. is absolutely ridiculous. Carol Baskin of the Tiger King. Oh no. The pro, the 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 villain of the Tiger King is starting her own cryptocurrency. Guys, don't get involved in this, please. She's calling. I know you guys like it, but just stop. I gotta give me some cap. Yeah, really. I mean, it's cheap enough. And, and and it went from one seventeen to already number thirty five already. Oh. Damn, I'm too late on the game. I know. Damn. <laughs> Thank God. You yeah. both need to calm up. down yeah, a little bit. I, I, I looked that up. CAP. She is concerned about the volume of U.S. dollars that are being printed and it can't be paid for, which is... But but what gets me is if she can start this, then anybody really can start a cryptocurrency. Don't get any ideas, I'm Wayne. Saying, I'm just Wayne, saying, free cryptocurrency. You're absolutely, no, you have enough going no, you're on. absolutely correct, Wayne. Something that I know a, a good close uh, a person that I know, a close friend of mine, uh, he and another friend are starting up a, a, a thing mm -hmm. to where it's based on three coins and the movement of three coins. You buy this one coin and it's tied to three the three major wow. coins. Wow. It's, I just, uh, I mean, there's all kinds of things out that are out there, man. Wow. Well, um, let me see. Let me, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest. Uh, she is a friend of the show. She's, she's um, been here before. Uh, she is the, the, uh, the, what's the founder? You, for some reason, I keep wanting to say creator, but creator's wrong. Uh, owner, owner's wrong too. So, She's the founder of uh, Code of Vets. As a matter of fact, her name is Gretchen Smith. Let me, let's let's bring her on here. What's up, Gretchen? How are you? Hi, Gretchen. Oh, you're on mute. Yep. Well, I was looking for cat. I can't find cat, guys. Yeah, it's not. It's Good. not anywhere yet, but somehow seventeen to thirty-four already. I'm like, I I am go I'm gonna bet on it that Disney World starts their own crypto. I just uh, they may have they may have one in the works already. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, they, they, they may. They, they would kill crypto? it. They would kill but, it. But again, think about it. It's almost. I mean, if any, if any organ or any company. Can start their own crypto. Not, I mean, and and it's almost like going to a a a, a, a playground, a playground, a amusement park, and you know how you buy tokens. To yeah, do yeah. The, yeah, they got tokens. their own tokens. Yeah, everything's yeah. Yeah. Disney yeah. World would do that. that. Dude, they yeah, kill it. I mean, they kill it. Ugh, you you make your own tokens for the car wash to make yeah. sure people come back to your car yep. wash. Yeah, yeah, no, yep. without a doubt. And the one that uh, that I've uh, I've got a lot of faith in the SC coin, uh, mm -hmm. it's based on the security of a, a specific iCloud that they have. Uh, that's extremely unique, and I wow. think iCloud should be 
as well as our voting booths should be as secure as blockchain. Wow. Well, what that Janet Yellen's coming out saying that uh, Bitcoin is extremely inefficient. She wants to regulate it. She was talking about this yesterday. She is going ape on it. Yeah. And then Warren Buffett said it's the worst thing ever and it's evil. I mean, they're all going because it circumvents those jokers. Right. It hurts them. Yeah, and you know Warren Buffett got some money in Bitcoin. You know he does. Yeah, He can say say whatever he wants to, but you know he has some money in Bitcoin. And honestly, do you really believe he lives in that house? No, I'm sorry, but he's got a ton of houses. He says he just lives and plays chess there. Come on. I mean, yeah, Yeah. I don't believe a word he says. Nope. Joe Biden, uh, the, 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 the topic of the show is, is America headed in the right direction? This is part three. We've had part part one on money, part two on yesterday, and part three today. Um, Joe Biden is to announce a domestic terrorism legislation. Uh, this within weeks, as a matter of fact. This is predicated on what happened on Ju- January six, not predicated on what happened last year in Portland, and Oregon, and Minnesota, and. Georgia and all those places like that, where or or any time the left decides that they want to tear down, but this, this has nothing to do that with. That will uh, be okay. Yeah, that that's uh, fine. Nothing to do with Vegas. Yeah. Nothing to do with uh, California. Nope. Nothing to do no. with any kind of Islamic uh, terrorism. How about the uh, Islamic terrorism uh, on bases in yeah. American uh, military bases? Yeah, no, this is just January sixth, and if you talk about hating Biden. You'll be tracked, and if you profess your love for Trump, you're going to be audited. That's what 9-11, anyone? 9-11 terrorist act? Uh, well, and that's what I was going to say, Brian. Like, I have PTSD from 9-11 and the Boston I'm bombing. Sure. Not yeah. domestic terrorism. I mean, yeah. honestly, there's where my concerns are. Yeah. I mean, that plane I- literally crashed in my backyard. I was not too far from Somerset where I was living at the time. Okay. Yeah. So to me, I take it personal, and this ticks me off. It, it makes me beyond belief angry at what's going on with him, where Biden's focuses are. His head is not in the game. Well, you know, Obama, really. Let me see if we got Gretchen. Gretchen, are you there? Oh. Oh, man. Hit. There might be a mute button on your actual microphone. Yeah. How's that? There you go. There we go. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's hi. nice to see you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we we have been monitoring uh, uh, the work that you've been doing for Coder Bets. And uh, you have, I mean, honestly, if there's any program that has grown exponentially, it's yours over the past two or three years. The way, and uh, I would say probably from the bottom of my heart, it comes because of your big heart. So uh, why don't you tell our audience about Code of Bets and uh, quickly how you got to uh, creating this, uh, founding this this organization. Absolutely. Well, it's an inspiration. My dad's the inspiration. I lost him to his battle with PTSD and I wanted to do something to honor him. He's a combat vet um, and never did get the help that he needed. So based on his journey, his stories, life is death. I'm a veteran as well, but as his daughter, I just wanted to create a legacy for my dad and to let veterans know that you're not alone, um, that there's options out there, there's help, there's hope. And so that's the the creation of Code of Vets. That's, it is a heart mission. Uh, none of us do get a paycheck. We have a 2% operating cost, Wayne, and we do it because our veterans are worthy. Um, and there's so many out there that are in need, that struggle every day. And it's just a beautiful way for us to be on social media. We're social media driven and 501c3. We operate pretty much purely on Twitter and have done amazing things these past three years. I'm just so proud of the growth. And I I believe it's a a grassroots explosion because there was a niche there. There was a need that hadn't been filled in the veteran community um, out in the social media world. And I found it and it's just been phenomenal. And it's, it is, it's a, it's just a heart mission. uh, And I can't say enough about it. Since I met you all the way back on, I think 2015, 2016 with the first uh, American Priorities Conference, we had you there as a speaker. 
I, I was I was floored just by the presentation, by your involvement, and and then watching as Wayne said the explosion from then till now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, is there anything on the calendar in the works? Something you know post COVID era that you guys <laughs> are going to be a part of? Something coming up where uh, folks can kind of like maybe show up and get together with you? Well, we are going to be at Ampfest. Um, is it in October, I believe, that's scheduled for. So Codevets will be there. Uh, there's also going to be another event coming up in Nashville next year. Um, it's going to be a three-day huge event. I can't talk about it too much. I have to wait until they roll it out. But we're, we're going to play a, a significant role in, in that three-day event. So I'm excited. So, yes, post-COVID, we're definitely going to start getting out there. Uh, trying to get out of social media world and spread the mission. Uh, it, it's truly an effective way uh, to help our veterans out there in every state of our country uh, by using these platforms. It's amazing what we can accomplish uh, as a team. Now, I want to go a little bit deeper into Code of Vets because I actually follow you on Twitter and I think everybody should. There's some nights where I, I actually cry seeing some of these tweets that you put out there about these vets that are barely affording necessities. Uh, disabled, homeless, they need help. Gretchen, it's it's heartbreaking to me. And I see Joe Biden obsessing over these illegal immigrants, trying to just roll out the red carpet for them, treating them like kings and queens when they're treating our own vets like peasants. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say that it's thank you for bringing this up because right now we're seeing something completely different in the veteran community. And that's the face um, of what homelessness looks like. It's no longer this, you know, these images that we're used to seeing where they're, you know, maybe alcoholics, drug addicts, very, you know, just disheveled look like you can tell they've been out on the street. Well, now mm -hmm. we're coming across, I've got a list here that I just want to briefly share. We've got mm -hmm. two teachers, we've got a computer engineer, we have a casino security guard, an HVAC repairman, a truck driver, a lawn care business owner, an accountant, a plumber. These are all individuals, veterans and families that are battling against homelessness right now. And every single one of these individuals I've just mentioned have had their utilities shut off at least one time. We're talking about good, hardworking men and women. We've created a whole new level of, of homelessness in our nation from the COVID restrictions and the shutdowns. It's just unbelievable what we're dealing with. It's really serious. And we've never seen anything like this. This is something completely new for the nonprofit um, industry to see these type of people battling against homelessness. Um, the tur the turnout or the turn, well, not really turnover, but the veterans that you help, do any of them join in the organization and begin to help you find more and to work with others that also are in worse need? Uh, oh, absolutely. I think a, a huge part of our success has been to veterans we've assisted who they've actually, you know, turned to their vet buddies and said, hey, if you need assistance, Code of Vets is out there. They've helped me. They'll jump on Twitter, create a, a, a page and start retweeting our missions, which is critical to what we do. And they'll also, we've, we have veterans who are giving back now uh, monetarily. And it's, for me, that means so much uh, to know that we have assisted a veteran who's been down on their knees, crippled financially, emotionally, whatever the case is. And for them to be out there with us, you know, as part of the team, that's what it's all about. You know that, Wayne. It's just we're family. Yeah. We're, it's, and we, we can become this informal national network for each other if we can, if Twitter will allow us to continue to grow. Right, right, right. <laughs> So if, if someone out there right now is watching the show or someone that's watching the show knows a veteran that is in dire straits, that is in a, a, a situation that, that desperately needs help and assistance, what, what would you say to them right now watching the show? Uh, please go to the website, codevets.com, fill out a vet in need form, and we need for you to highlight uh, homeless or homeless or at risk for homeless, because if you are in that situation, we will pitch you at the front of the line. We consider that an emergent, emergent case, and we will take care of you as soon as possible. Um, the team will get with you and start navigating uh, some options and I'll start fundraising right away. We, cause we're, we're trying to curtail as many and stop as many evictions and foreclosures as we can. We're one org. I mean, we can't, we can't help them all, but we're, we're touching a lot of lives. So last year, Financially, we were able to assist um, 2,000 veterans, and I think that's pretty darn, wow. pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, you you said you said um, would help with evictions and stuff. Um, the news news uh, breaking news right before the show 
uh, a federal judge has uh, gotten rid of the na nationwide eviction, eviction uh, moratorium or or yeah, 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 and that's that's an issue. That's an issue, yeah. uh, and a lot of our landlords throughout this past year have not honored it. Um, they they have found loopholes. Uh, oh. So we yeah we've had veterans and veteran families that we have the you know they'll send us the copies because that's what we require as vetting as part of the vetting process. But we'll have a copy of the eviction notice, and they are finding loopholes. They're very intelligent, and not that I'm uh, against landlords at all because this is how a lot of our landlords pay their mortgage and feed right. their kids. So you know. Right. It, it's a difficult situation for all of us to be in. Uh, so we try to be careful as we navigate not to bash, you know, any one group of people because we're all out there, you know, trying to take care of our families and keep a roof over our heads. So, but, but absolutely the evictions have always been an issue with us, with our org. Um, and we're, we're continuing to see uh, momentum. We're continuing to see more and more veterans who, who, who was, wouldn't be typically at risk for homelessness, but because of the situation we've all been put in, um, no jobs, no paychecks for months on end or a reduction in hours. Oh my gosh, Wayne, it's just, it's just been devastating for all of our country, not just for the veterans, but we're, we're tackling it one veteran at a time. Mm. Uh, we definitely could use all the help that we could get. Um, the more uh, followers we have, we can reach more donors that way, which is truly the heartbeat of Code of Vets. So get out there, start, you know, start following Code of Vets and pushing that mission. Even if you can't give, those retweets are are valuable. Well, in the I prayers, will. too. I know there's right. you'll send out every once in a while. Uh, we've got a veteran that needs prayer. Prayer is critical. It really, really is. It is. I love where you guys are coming from with that. Yeah, it's, it's part of that heart mission, and I think it's shining God's light um, in, in a dark time in our nation that, you know, there's still some really good people out there. We are, a, I, I truly believe we're a Christian-based nation. I don't care what anybody says. I believe right. in the power of prayer, um, and, it, and it gives strength to our veterans to know that their nation cares about them enough to offer up a prayer. So it, it, there, there's a lot of positive things that result from when I post those prayer requests. It's at Code of Vets, right? Yes. yes. Thank you so much, Gretchen, for bringing this to light. So Thank important. you for sharing this mission. It's so important. And um, I want to make sure that we get you back on uh, again so that we can talk to you because um, some some people in the audience might have, you know, some questions or whatnot. And uh, we kind of kind of shorted you about a couple minutes there so <laughs> no that's okay no i would love to come back and you know okay, interact with the audience oh yeah yeah i feel like what we do is unique um but it's incredibly powerful and the, the more that yeah. the mission is shared the more that we can accomplish for our veterans thank you uh, wayne for having me thank you gretchen thank God you so bless. much ladies and gentlemen you can find gretchen at codeofvets.com and also her twitter is code of vets you have the information right here there you go right there um I have I met her I met her at a dinner uh, a couple of years ago, and that's when I learned of the code of vets. And um, uh, when I saw what she was doing, I mean, honestly, I'm not kidding when I say of all the major organizations on the right that I know of, the one that is really making a whole lot of community change and that has grown is hers. The honesty, the, the pureness, the, the love, yeah. the, the, the trueness right. of her and her organization is yeah. I, I've never I've never seen it in any business ever led by somebody who is so down to earth, so true and so really, really, really honest. Yeah. And 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 the people see it and the people give to support the veterans and she's up front. She's, she's very open with everything. And that's another thing. She's very open with everything that code of vets go through. I, I remember when she finally got her 50501. C3. Man, she was so happy with that. She was like, all right, <laughs> now let's really get to it. Now hit and the road running. <laughs> she's driving in the car and she, you know, she had to think, look, look, Okay, so, um, but with that said, like the evictions, that legislation or um, that court decision came down today. I'm I'm, I'm sure is going to get uh, uh, 
I'm sure it's going up to the Supreme Court, but that's why you have to invest in something for you and your family because you never know what's going to pop up. If you and now and and if you're gonna if you're going through hard times and these evictions are going to touch you, understanding investing might be a little bit hard. But when you get to a place where you can, you need to go to birchgo.com forward slash Wayne. They are one of the top, if not the top, uh, um, uh, businesses in dealing with precious metals, gold and silver. They help you set up your account. Well, first they talk to you and then they help you set up the account and then they stay with you. Well, they, uh, deposit it in a place where it's safe and they monitor it. And then they keep talking to you. If you got questions, they're there. If they have questions, they, they call you. They don't leave you. And that is one of the top uh, benefits of working with uh, Birch Gold. Right. And looking back historically, when the bottom falls out of everything, gold acts as a hedge, which mm-hmm. is so important. Remember that quote. Um, the company to trust, it is Birch Gold. And Birch again, gold. you can go to birchgold.com forward slash Wayne. Uh, Birch Gold has thousands of satisfied customers. A plus. I'm sure that it's with the better business have an a plus rating yeah and back in the early 2000s you had the bubble the dot com burst uh during 08 you had the housing uh insanity and debacle that fell out and uh, whether you believe it or not uh all indicators show we're in a situation that ain't no good so protect the the investments that you guys made in the last two to three years with the uh tremendous booming of the economy because whether it happens this fall, next fall, the year after, eventually it always goes up and it always goes down. And something else that goes up and goes down is pain. Pain in your <laughs> body, pain in your knees, pain in your shoulder. I woke up this morning, pain in my shoulder again, right right up here. And I reached over and got me some of my CBD Lion lotion. And then I laid over and went, went right back to sleep. It works just like this. If you don't have it, you need to get it. You can go to cbdlion.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. Use code name Wayne. You get 20% off on your products. Again, I am out of the gummies. Some of the best gummies. Well, that's good news, actually, because they just created new ones called Plumberberry Gummies with melatonin that will actually help you sleep. And all their products are made with the highest quality uh, organic non-GMO hemp. So. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, we back. Uh, uh, Birch Gold, we back. CBD Lion, and we want y'all to check them out as yeah. soon as you can. Coming to uh, coming to the stage right now, um, and I know many people probably would want to do the same thing that this uh, that this young that this um, young man is trying to do, uh, <laughs> especially with everything that's going on. And you know what? We, we got some questions from. Let me. Let me bring Mr. Dan Miller on. Uh, Mr. Dan Miller found. Do you realize how long it's been since I've been called a young man? So thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's glorious. <laughs> what is going on in Texas and what are y'all trying to do? Because uh, I'm hearing or I'm seeing 4 million people from California uh, migrate over to your state. 4 million. And, uh, you know, it's just. It, the the border situation and stuff it's crazy down there in, in Texas and actually i think texas is a leader for all of us because of your independence i mean y'all are born with an independent independent spirit tell our audience what texas is all about yeah i mean it's it's exactly what it says on the tin you know if if folks remember brexit which was the british exit from the european union texas is a texas withdrawal from the United States to become a self-governing independent nation again. And look, you, you hit on a a lot of the reasons already why so many people are motivated uh, to see Texas uh, raise its head and stand among the nations again. Uh, You know, the, the fact is, is that becoming an independent nation gives us immediate control of our immigration and border policy. And, And when you've got such lawlessness down on the border, that's being fostered and facilitated by the federal government, you throw that on top of the fact that Texas overpays anywhere from 103 to $160 billion annually into the federal system, 
you know, this 180,000 pages of federal laws, rules, and regulations that we live under, that if you printed them out and stacked them up, it'd be taller than the Washington Monument. And the fact that our lives are being controlled by an unaccountable federal judiciary and two and a half million unelected bureaucrats, uh, you can understand why the TNM and specifically Texit uh, is has grown in, in such popularity uh, to the point where it's almost an inevitability at this point. Yeah, Texas, I was always under the belief uh, that Texas was the largest country in America. At least that's what they told me when I was there. But no, you guys are getting hammered when it comes to the border, when it comes to being able to uh, secure your own border and, and maintain that type of thing. We saw as the federal government under Barack Hussein Obama and now uh, Joe Biden and the insanity with the with the tripling and and the, the quadrupling of refugees and whatnot, rename it, just let it be. Uh, the funding that's been stopped for border border wall creation, fixing and moving forward. Um, Texas has got to be absolutely up in arms. And our founding fathers wanted the feds to be small in each state to run its own state. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, look, our, the, the first words of, of the Texas constitution, our bill of rights is in article one, if that gives you any indication how we feel about such things, but mm -hmm. the very first words in article one, section one say that Texas is a free and independent state. And then it goes on to say that the perpetuity of the union depends on the right of local self-government unimpaired to all the states. And, and what we see is a, is a pattern here of, of interference and a denial of our right of local self-government. Uh, you know, when you have it, and look, we, we can concentrate on this issue with the border, and it is absolutely the biggest issue on the minds of Texans right now. But, but let's not forget that President Potato Head literally spent a, a year plus crisscrossing the country, threatening to implement policies that are going to destroy our key economic sectors, right? I mean, and so we, we have a guy who can magically fall upstairs, right? That's David Copperfield level stuff, right? <laughs> Harry Potter can magically fall upstairs. Um, and and he, he's literally saying that amendments are not absolute. I'm right? sorry. I'm sorry. Did, did, I, did I win for the day? I'm glad that you called him President Potato Head because I, I actually call his press secretary a sack of potatoes because a sack of potatoes does more than what she does. Well, so that's let, let's, what we call let's be honest. I mean, you know, if the answer is Joe Biden, the question is animal, vegetable, or mineral, right? Oh, no. <laughs> when you say vegetable, you mean coma. Hey, um, is there... <laughs> There's been chatter of Texas yeah. possibly turning blue in 2024. You're right. Your boots on the ground. What are you seeing firsthand? <laughs> Should we be afraid? Because you guys typically give us hope down there in Texas. So give us something we can be happy about. Well, look, th th <laughs> this think? is a, th this whole uh, apple cart is about to be upset, right? The, the Texas issue is going to change the dynamic. 2022 is kind of the trifecta for us, right? We've got redistricting. Uh, which is going to be quite interesting. We've got our statewide uh, elected offices, uh, and then we have the Texas train that's barreling to, to knock all the tables over. Uh, that, you know, one thing that most people don't realize, back at the beginning of the session, you know, our organization's been working on this issue since 2005, and, and our first kind of step into getting this done was filing legislation that would give Texans a Brexit-style vote on whether to stay or go. Well, at the beginning of the session, State Representative Kyle Biederman filed House Bill 1359, which would do exactly that. And at the beginning of that session, uh, we warned all of the legislators, you either give us a referendum on Texas in 2021 or we're going to have a referendum on you in 2022. And, and they look like they want to call our bluff, which is, you know, that's hilarious because that's going to be fine for us. But the fact of the matter is, is you're going to see an unprecedented level of challenges in both the primaries and the general election in 2022, coupled with what is shaping up to be a very heated governor's race. And so this idea about Texas turning blue, uh, you know, I think the electorate here is a little bit sick and tired of, of having it painted as a red versus blue issue, especially when you have Republicans in the state house acting like they want to placate or or implement it as policy parts of the Democratic Party platform. So, you know, whether it's rhinos, wolves in sheep's clothing, whatever you want to call it, the Texas electorate is, is essentially using the Texas issue as a litmus test 
for whether or not their elected officials, regardless of party, uh, believe that they are the servants of the people. You know, Article 1, Section 2 of the Texas Constitution says that all political power is inherent in the people, and the people are rising up here in Texas to take that power back so that we can fix issues like the border and immigration and, you know, fight off the Green New Deal and and all of these things that are coming down the pike that are going yeah. to make Texas no longer Texas. But you know, I, yeah, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the legislation coming out of this administration is absolute insanity, as you pointed out. But uh, uh, coming out of Ohio, the Ohio Republicans this uh, Friday are going to vote on censuring, I believe it's nine different rhino Republicans, or they're calling them uh, uh, T-rhinos, uh, Trump Republicans in name only. <laughs> so, I, I mean, as long as we can start to expose these Liz Cheney's and J uh, Jeff Flakes of the world, that hopefully, you know, we can, we can make a big change in the party. You know what, Joe? Um, let me say this because I hope I hope that um, I hope that we don't lose one thing though. Uh, we still have to be able to call balls and strikes mm. as balls and strikes, and I don't want the the future of the party to get to a place where if somebody stands up now, I, I, I'm not saying that Liz Cheney or or Mitt Romney or anything is out there telling them truth because I don't know. I don't know what's because what's happening in DC is crazy. I just don't want the 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 leaders or the outcome to be that we are looked at as just peddling lies all the time. If you move out, we have to be able to call balls and strikes as balls and strikes. You agree? Well, look, you know, from, from my viewpoint, I, I think it's important that that people like us deal in in actual ideology and not party identification. I mean, look, mm -hmm. let, let's look at the reality of it. I, uh, I can I can go down and vote in a Republican primary, and by law, I'm a Republican, right? Mm -hmm. But just mm -hmm. because I vote in a Republican primary doesn't make me a Republican. So, uh, you know, this these labels of conservative liberal republican democrat are are essentially irrelevant because we can't we can't agree on what a definition is liz cheney and mitt romney think they are republicans right mm -hmm. and and you know frank you know it's it's ridiculous because you take someone and you know you take those guys and compare them to me i make pat buchanan look like chairman mao okay so, <laughs> so you know the the, the fact of the matter yeah. is is that these guys you know they they identify however they want to so we get engaged in these circular firing squads and you have republicans placating to the left because they want to win the popularity contest and they have no fixed north star right, right. they they are possessed of no firm set of principles when their only motivation is to get elected in the next election, right? To just placate enough liberals. And, and you know, what's amazing is the progressive left, the neo-Marxist, they don't have that problem. They don't placate to people like us that are liberty-minded and constitutionally-minded, believe in rule. They don't placate to us. They don't find the middle ground. So, you know, you want to understand why time and time again, people that are labeled as conservatives, people that are labeled as Republicans lose ground, and why Texas is gaining such ground in Texas is because the old paradigm of politics is not going to work. You know, Texans are saying, go shovel your crap somewhere else. We want to vote. We want self-government. And we want elected officials in the state house that aren't treating our elected offices like a triple A ball club, mm -hmm. trying to get a promotion to the U S Congress so they can get a pay raise. And see, that's why, I, that's why I go back to uh, that finding the middle ground. There aren't a whole lot of people up there, I don't care whether they're uh, rhinos or so-called um, conservatives. There aren't a whole lot of people in Congress right now that are finding the middle ground. And like I said, Texas to me, Texas is a stand a standout state because of their independence. They're not going to let you treat them anyway, anyhow. You have to be honest with it, Texas. Texans want you to be honest. You can come over, we can break bread, and we can talk about anything, But as, and as long as you're honest, everything is straight. Once you lie, 
yeah, you know, there's some problems. We got to fix it. We got to yeah, fix kinda it. Kind of like when you lied and called me a young man earlier, you know, <laughs> I, I, I was triggered, you know, <laughs> Hey, but look, here, here's what it boils down to. Right. And, and if you want to understand kind of the root of the Texan mindset on this particular issue, it, it all boils down to one question. And, and it's the thing that we've been asking as we have crisscrossed Texas you know, we're, we're just, you know, building support left and right. But here, here's the question we ask them. If Texas was a free and independent state right now in every respect, right, we had control of our borders, our immigration policy, we had our own currency, our own army, all the things that you attribute to a self-governing independent nation. And, and the question was instead, would you vote to join the union? Would you? You know, it, it's, ama it's amazing that people not just in Texas, but in other States are, are examining that question. And, and frankly, it's a question that should be on all of our minds right now, knowing what we know about the federal government. If the, if the choice was on the ballot to join the union right now, yeah. would we do it? And, and I can't think of any state. I mean, with the exception, maybe of a few like California, New York, the guys that leech off the rest of us, but you know, I can't think of I can't think of any other state that probably would not be better off. You pull out a globe, you spin it around, and you put your finger on any landmass and understand that those people are a self-governing independent nation state, right? And so, you know, they don't have federal bureaucrats uh, from Washington, DC, from the District of Criminals, Mortar on the Potomac, interfering <laughs> in their lives, right? What they have is they have the ability to govern themselves. Their laws begin and end at their borders. And isn't that really what we should all be striving for, self-government, both at a collective and individual level? Amen. You, that's that's you, what they're asking. Man, uh, you, you really be putting some good ones down. You know that, right? You, I, I'll, I'll be here all night, and then I'll be <laughs> in the water room at the Holiday Inn. Well, the, audi <laughs> the audience in the chat room are saying, how do we follow this young man? So let's, let's hear, how do, we, how do they follow you? Well, just, just, just ask the FBI or the CIA. I'm probably sure they, they can give you directions on how to do that. It's, no, it's, <laughs> it, it's quite simple. Look, if anyone has any questions about the Texit issue, right, and it's a big issue, I just encourage them to go to the website, texitnow.org, uh, and, and there are the almost 100 most asked questions in, in minute detail. And, and I would encourage any of those people out there that are watching to uh, either register their support with us, become a member of our organization, make a contribution, or even contact us about how you can start an independence movement like ours in your state right now. Uh, and a caveat, I know people are going to call asking us to give them advice on where to move and how to get moving trucks. <laughs> we are not a real estate company, okay? <laughs> you got to work that out on your own. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you all so much. Awesome. All right. Appreciate y'all. You know, I mean that that uh, you know, I, can, criminals. I can sit, man. I can sit and just. Uh, he has a nice voice. Like if he read audio, uh, the, that Audible. You ever hear Audible.com? If he read books for Audible, I would listen to the books. Like he well, could you, make a ton of money doing that. Well, you love Audible anyway. You, you totally. I do. I do love Audible. Yeah. So. He's saying he would be great. I would invest in their products more. I was gonna try. I was gonna try to get in Audible. I can't. I don't oh, it's good. I love it. So, um, <laughs> uh, the mayor. Well, no, actually, my pillow. Let's 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 talk about my pillow. Real the mayor quick. of my pillow is Mike Lindell. Yes, it is. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> mayor, he's not he's, real happy right yeah, now. Yeah, he's kind of pissed off right now at Newsmax. Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy Kimmel. Is he? Is he managing? Yeah, he was on Jimmy was Kimmel on Jimmy the other Kimmel. night, and Jimmy was being a, a complete. I started, why why would you call that It show? was so rude. I why would you call on that show? Yeah. I didn't help, but but I from what I saw, I didn't watch the whole thing. But from what I saw, it looked like he handled himself pretty well, though. Yeah, he did handle himself, but Jimmy Kimmel didn't. Right, you don't be thrown under the bus by some loser. It was just it was it, it was very unprofessional to talk about him being a crackhead, and because. Whenever the left is crackhead, they're okay with it. Whenever you bring up Joe when, Biden's son. Whenever right. Hunter Biden's a crackhead, it's cool. Wait Don't bring that up though. But Wait because because Mike Lindell how actually he, talked to him about crack. How did he crack? How, but how did he react to be it? Did he call him a crackhead? 
he said, you sure it's not that all that crack that you did that made you feel this way? How did he react to that? He said, oh, well, I don't know. He just blew it off. Mike was very responsible and very mature about it. So, because because you, know, you could get pissed and then lose it. He took it. it. Yeah. Right. He took yeah. it. Yeah. He just took it. How else are you supposed to react? I mean, you can't get up and just challenge Jimmy Kimmel to a fist fight. Because he would, Jimmy would lose. How many? Oh, yeah, more, Jimmy would, Jimmy how many more? Through. How many more of y'all are were triggered? Hmm? How many more of y'all were triggered? I was not triggered. Jimmy I felt bad for him. So I, I laid down on my three-inch uh, pillow bad. topper and I got my two me. pillows and I yeah. just curled up with my my weighted blanket and I just dozed off to sleep. It was a beautiful time. It yeah, was incredible. That's what you do when watching Jimmy Kimmel. You turn the channel and find it something out. Let, let it go. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle says, I really like this show. You three are charming. Thank you so much. Aww, Thank you. Michelle. Thanks so much. Uh, somebody, uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, well, a friend of mine, uh, uh, associate of mine yesterday say, yeah, uh, y'all have pivoted away from the election. Y'all, you know, y'all, yeah. We, pivoted? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's been pivot? four and a half months. Yeah, we're going to pivot again. Yeah. And then we'll pivot back towards the election closer yeah. to 2024. Okay, okay hold That's, on. Let me ask you guys then, if this is a this pivot sense. person. Um, what, uh, Joe Biden is now creeping up on 100 days, or has it been 100 days yet? It's 100 days. I feel like it's been 1,000, but... Okay, okay. so <laughs> what is it that we should be talking about that went down last November? What, what is it that we should be talking about? That, that it's not going to be... Un regardless if you believe Donald Trump won or not, regardless if you y'all out there sending me the link saying that Donald Trump is the true president, whatever you believe, I don't care, because right now, reality check... Joe Biden is doing some crazy crap as the president of the United States of America. Your your show your show has really taken a big turn since Trump lost the election. Yes, I said lost. I get that you pander to the Trump cult to, <laughs> to keep your ratings up and make money that way. I just don't understand how you and your co-hosts can be so hypocritical. Doesn't it bother you at all to criticize others for what you are doing as well? I still watch your show to see your opinions, maybe because I need to be reminded why others think the way they do, but also because I certainly can't rely on liberal shows either. I'm in the middle, and frankly, you all disgust me. I'm certainly not, not going to... in the middle. Yeah, I am certainly not going to listen to a cancer on America like Tucker Carlson. Uh, wow, isn't that okay. interesting? Let's define hypocrite because people throw that out around a lot. A person who puts on a false appearance of virtue or religion, a person who acts in contradiction to his or her stated beliefs or feelings. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a Christian through and through, and I'm coming at you with my mindset it ain't changed i'm the same guy ask anybody i, just, I say the same thing all the time uh, it changed brian i'm gonna use something that you always say i think this guy has a misconception of a concept there i think he go. just needs to stay out of politics <laughs> and maybe just focus on how to get synthetic beef out to the public because that's what it sounds like he really wants to do yeah. and you're not in the middle sweetheart you are Poor definitely buddy. left Poor you are buddy. definitely left so just to just to do a little uh you know wake up call with you. Right. You're not in the middle. Um stay off the self-medication, back away. This, You're not qualified. This person was also banned from <laughs> was banned. So, you know, they're able to watch the show on the app and Oh, I know who it is. Oh my god. <laughs> Quit beating the dead horse, buddy. Like I think he's obsessed with us. Yeah, so um, oh, my gosh, he's obsessed. I know exactly who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, some people he might have called out, but um, <laughs> holy hell! <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back tomorrow, our last day of the week. Make sure you follow us on social media. I'm looking at <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. I almost yeah. like I'm afraid. Like, is he gonna start stalking us? Like, that's where yeah. I'm at with this guy. I am. Like, yeah. just just tone it down, bud. We don't. 
we don't think about you after the show at all. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Self-medication is a damn thing. It really yeah. is. It yeah. throw you in a Mental tailspin. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, I tried, I tried explaining to him. I was like, listen, we all think the way we think. Yeah. And we all, I mean, if we don't agree, then at least our audience understands or sees things from three different ways. And usually, usually the audience isn't just thinking one way. The audience can pull from each person's thought because they say, you know what? I think about that, but I never thought about it that way. Or, yeah. I, or you know what? That's a great way to, let me go research that. And so, I mean, and now that I think of it, I actually kind of feel bad for this guy. I actually take back everything I say because I think he's just really lonely. Uh-huh. I do. I do. Yeah. I mean, who takes this much time out of their day once a week to say these things? He has Some, to be lonely or bored. God somebody, got, somebody that got banned. Just pray for him. He's on the island. He's, on my, he's on an island. He needs to get on Tinder and find a woman. Whoa. Poor man. <laughs> Poor man, but however he goes. What are you trying to say? He needs something else to do. <laughs> she felt sorry for him and bam, hit, hit him with that zinger. Right? Zing. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of fun things for him to do. Go fishing. <laughs> take a walk. Start up a social media platform. President Trump, <laughs> before we go, you don't have to go back to Facebook. I'm letting you know that. You don't have to go back to Facebook. You don't have to go to Twitter. You can and 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 you know what? Another thing that pissed me off is what Fox News did yesterday, and what all the media did after that. They labeled his blog or labeled his website as social media platform, and many people went to thinking that they were going to sign up and stuff. It he didn't create a social media. It's not a social media platform. Yeah, it was clickbait. It was clickbait. That was yeah. clickbait. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's 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 all it was yesterday, and they got a whole lot of y'all because y'all thought that y'all were going to go sign up for. That isn't here. That isn't out yet. Okay. They just did that so that they can get you to click on their story that would lead to and 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 they put the link to well no, no actually they didn't put the link. They put uh the unclickable link to Trump. I hate when I hate when articles do that. Okay. They didn't link you to it. They told you where it was because they wanted you to click on their story. Many of y'all clicked on that story from Fox News or some of these websites out here, and they got you. But so it's not a it's not a social media platform. It's not. It's not a and 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 a, a communications platform. That's just another way to say it's a blog. It's I mean it's it's where he can uh, where you can go and you can read what he's posting every day. That's the same thing that I have. The same thing that a whole lot of people have out there. They have communications platforms. Okay, you don't you don't want to call them blogs. You want to change that name? Call them communications platform. We got uh, uh, last thoughts. Quick, go. Just scary. I just want people to be aware of this. Bill Gates divorce hashtag has generated over eight hundred and thirty million views and sixty six discussion posts. Guess where? Because he China. married, that, he married no. that man in China. Okay, China is obsessed with Bill Gates. They can't stop talking about him. And did you know that while Facebook is actually blocked in China, Lincoln, which is Microsoft's and Bing, which is Microsoft's, is allowed there, even though Google has been cut out for years. I did not realize how powerful Bill Gates was in China. And now I'm connecting more. Things are now making more sense. There is a country where almost 60% of their population has been vaccinated with both vaccines, vaccines, the two-part vaccine. The country is a small country, but it is an independent country. 60% of their people have been double vaccinated. They are now seeing a surge of 35% COVID rates through the roof. So much so, they're shutting the schools down. They're shutting down all the restaurants. They're shutting everything down. They're going back to March 2020 as if it was COVID started all over again. Where's that? Because the surge of people getting COVID now are those that have been vaccinated. Wow. <laughs> the I told country's you. Name it's like is, shooting water in your arm. Very right, the, the country's name is uh, Seychelles. 
and it's off the coast <laughs> of Africa. Now, granted, it's a small country, Seychelles. but Seychelles. But Seychelles. The, my whole point is that all these people, the most vaccinated country in the world, and now COVID spiking through the roof, thirty-five percent. Those people had already had the vaccine. Well, when it mutates, it mutates. Get your vaccine, folks. Thirty-five. Thirty. <laughs> yeah, boy. See y'all tomorrow. Thanks.